Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Nikki. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. How you doing? You feeling good? I'm, I'm doing well. Standing. How are you? Oh, you know, it was a, uh, it was a little bit of a rough weekend. Had some a uh, bit of a health scare in the family, uh, but uh, everyone's okay as of today. And uh, more Good. news will come this week, I am sure. And until then, all I can do is smile. And so that's yes. what I wanted to do uh, today. Yes. I want to talk about the ADHD escape today. Uh, oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to... I have no idea what this is about because this yeah. is your show. Yeah, yeah, I did this thing. So... Uh, I posted the notes. And your notes do not make they're sense. They're so cryptic. Oh, they're so cryptic. Yes. Uh, before we uh, jump into that, however, uh, we do want you to head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us. You can get to know the show a bit better. You can listen live right on the website or subscribe to the mailing list and we'll send you an email each time a new episode is released. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. We would love to see you there as well. All right, Nikki, we do have an announcement. Yes? Yes, we do. We have an announcement. Spring. I really like talking about spring because we just got hit with snow last week. So it's right around the corner. Um, spring group coaching enrollment is now open. And so if you are interested in joining a group of uh, lovely ADHDers um, who are all experiencing the same thing as you and uh, have great conversations and we talk about great topics, uh, enrollment is open. We begin the the first week of April and it's 10 weeks. So it goes into June. There's two groups you can choose from. Uh, I do have limited spots. So if this is something you want to do, this is something you're really interested in joining. I highly recommend that you sign up immediately um, before you have to go on a waiting list. And enrollment closes on March 22nd. Outstanding. That is my announcement. Uh, I got it all set up and I think everything's working, right? We tested that. I think so. Right. right. Yes. I, yes. I'm, I'm, fingers are crossed that everything's working (laughs) and. I'm just going to go with that. Yes, everything's working. Go with that. All right. (laughs) We actually have another announcement, uh, and that is uh, uh, our our friends. uh, They've got a podcast. Yes. James Ochoa and his son, Jules, uh, have uh, just, well, actually, I shouldn't say just. They released a new podcast called Shiny Shorts back in January, and it's a monthly podcast, so there's only two available right now, and I had a chance to finally listen to it this weekend. 
we happen to be mentioned <laughs> in the first episode. So I feel terrible. I'm so sorry, James Ochoa, that I didn't listen to this sooner. Um, but yes, we're in the first episode. And, and I'll tell you a little bit just what, kind of what the mission of the of the podcast is and how we got kind of wrapped into it. Um it's called Shiny Shorts, and what he wants to do is he wants to highlight a storm, somebody's ADHD storm, and then they want to talk about it, and they want to, um, you know, give suggestions and ideas, but also um, have real stories out there for people to to learn from and, and hear from other people. So the first episode is his storm about getting the show to come to light. And I don't know if you remember this, but when he came on the show to talk about his other podcast, The Complex, we were saying, oh, well, when is season two going to come out? Are you going to do season two? Yeah. And then he was like, well, I'm kind of thinking about this other thing. And and I, I think he even said shiny shorts on the um on the oh, he did. He podcast. totally outed himself I, on our show. He outed right. himself on our yeah. show. And so that's what he talks about is how he was on our show and, and uh, outed himself. And then he took it a step further and announced it in his newsletter. So then he was really outing himself to his tribe, too. So anyway, that's that's uh, he goes into his story about the storm of getting the show um, to come together. And then the second episode is in February and it's a, it's from a listener and she tells her story about her weight. And um, I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to that. And then James and Jules has a conversation um, around that. And it's really interesting. And he kind of incorporates, you know, his method of of being able to how you get out of the storms and, and um you know, self-care and, and resilience and all of that. So it's really interesting. I loved it. They're short. They're not long. They're very relatable. And I uh, definitely encourage you to to listen to Shiny Shorts. It, and it's a cute name. Yeah, well, it's super cute. And I, I think it's, it, yeah. you know, it, it is as ADHD a podcast as you can get because there he is living with ADHD and producing and just do a season that's one format and then just change it. Change We're gonna, it. We're going to do something different. You know? I, it, from what I, I I understand and check me if if this is not your understanding too my understanding is i mean uh, the complex was a, a production circus i mean it was it's a big deal to to produce what they did and to have actors and do all that and and part of his mission is to try to you know bring his education of of you know emotional storms and how to do how to do the things that he does to people in a much more efficient manner especially now that his son who does all the technical stuff is in um, is in grad school uh, and so that I think was was a real challenge. and that is part yeah. of the the story in that first episode is about him being in grad school. So it's very interesting. Yeah. You'll have to. Yeah, absolutely. You'll have to listen to. So, it, so. yeah. And so shiny. Shorts yeah. So we've got some comments James coming Ochoa. in. So no more the complex. I think this is the complex. It's the complex shiny shorts. So whether or not they ever go back to the uh, to the actual, you know, apartment, uh, that is to be decided. I, I think they don't. Right. We, we don't know. But for now, we get to hear James and Jules and they're both fantastic and so yes uh, definitely check that out
The ADHD Podcast is brought to you by you. This is listener-supported podcasting, and we absolutely appreciate you supporting this show. If it's ever touched you, if it's ever developed a new living system as a result of listening to this show, head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD Podcast and support us with a few bucks a month. Uh, it helps us to continue to do the show, to continue to grow the show. Uh, we just hit a major milestone, our first major milestone. Uh, we have enough income from patrons to reach our first goal, which was to be able to support the show and begin uh, including full transcripts of every episode that you can search. Uh, every episode, I should say, going forward, uh, which you can search and you can uh, reference uh, when your ADHD strikes and maybe you didn't hear something that we said uh, on the show. This is an easy way to do it. Also, for the hearing impaired community, we uh, love being able to uh, support the hearing impaired community and and bring more people to uh, the work that we're doing through the ADHD podcast. So patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. Join us there. You do that and you will get access to our Discord chat rooms, our members only chat room uh, that uh, where you can connect with this incredible and vibrant network of fantastic people living with ADHD and sharing what they know. And uh, so thank you, uh, everybody, for considering supporting us. Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. Nikki. Pete. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, I'm telling you, Nikki, I did a thing. I did a thing with some people that I'd never done. And you might think, you might think by looking at me, you'd say, hey, Pete, you look like a guy who might have done this thing, this this thing that with these other people. You look like a guy who might be into this thing. And and I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm, I'm not naturally that guy. It's a lot of work to get into this thing. And that thing that I'm telling you about, Nikki, it is the escape room. Have you ever done an escape room? Yeah, I have. Yes. Tell me, tell me about your experience, will you? <laughs> Well, I did it with my daughter uh, and it was for her birthday party. So this was a little bit more um, age appropriate for like teenagers, right? Or young teenagers. So it wasn't it wasn't meant to be like really hard. But I'll tell you what I what I came away with is that I am not the brightest bulb. And (laughs) it was really hard. And the girls got it a heck of a lot faster than I did. And I think I would still be in that escape room if it wasn't for my daughter and her friends. So and I like puzzles, and but not those kind. I, it was really oh, frustrating. I did not. And I felt expect, really stupid. <laughs> I did not expect that answer at all. I legitimately in stitches. <laughs> Okay. I'm just being I... truthful. <laughs> um, okay. I have to. So, for those who don't know, uh, an escape room is a puzzle experience where you go into there, there are facilities. You go to this facility, and ours, I went to the Portland escape room, and uh, they have different themed rooms. And the whole idea is you, you go into this room, and you are presumably, quote, locked into this room. And, and uh, they, um, the room is themed around some sort of, you know, environment. And uh, it, you have to solve pizzle, puzzles and clues and riddles and things in order to get the clues that allow you to be 
allowed out of the escape room. And you usually have there's a time limit, uh, 45 minutes, which is very stressful, very stressful. Absolutely. And uh, (laughs) and and uh, there you have it. That's the escape room. Now, I. I I also live with ADHD or with anxiety in addition to ADHD, as I know you do as well. And uh, so I suggested we needed to buy a a Christmas present for some another couple for some friends. And I suggested to my wife without even thinking, I said, oh, what about an escape room? And the moment I said it, the moment the words came out of my mouth, I wanted to reel it back in. I was right. Done. Yes. I, this was a Wait, terrible idea. I did idea. not mean that. <laughs> but before that happened, she said, oh, great idea. <laughs> so there we are. So I spent weeks like hoping for snow. <laughs> It never came. Uh, I spent, oh, no. I wanted it to be. I, I was hoping that we would get canceled out because I thought this is going to trigger everything. And I was worried mostly about the anxiety because that's a th- that's something that just the the pressure, the performative pressure, the kind the stress and that. It's real probably life why I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably why I was like so confused all the time. I didn't know what I was doing. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And and in fact, I actually went back and I, uh, you know, I wrote this up to. For as an anxiety topic for this mm-hmm. other podcast I do, what's that smell? And so that's that's coming later. And believe me, there's anxiety involved. But what I found most fascinating, and I've never had this experience, that this was a laboratory for my ADHD triggers, like nothing I have ever seen. And I wow. wanted to walk through that and see if you yeah. uh, sort of resonate with that experience and see if others do as well. So there you go. Here we are. My escape room experience was the American Revolution. Right? Okay. It was not a not necessarily a teen themed thing, uh, but I will tell you that uh, not I think nine high school girls were immediately before us uh, in our and the the our host Robert he's charming and handsome. Robert tells us now, just so you know, this room was just solved. Moments before you got here by a group of nine AP history students, nine girls who came in and solved this hour long maze in 31 minutes, thus setting the entire Portland escape room uh, uh, record for this room. And you're following them. Good luck. So you're are you kidding? Yeah. So you're making me feel (laughs) even more stupid. You know what the theme of my room was? What? Circus. (laughs) <laughs> it was a theme around a circus. You're walking into a theme about American Revolution. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I would have done it. I think I would have been like, no way. Have fun. So, yes, c- continue, please, on your journey it's, through the American Revolution. It's all Revolution. of the worst things. No, no, no. It's all the worst things. And, and I will say, there wasn't anything in here that was necessarily related to the revolution. Like, I told the guy, I said, you know, I've watched Hamilton like 16 times to prepare for this. <laughs> he said, no, don't worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. That's not what we're, that's not what we're doing. These are, are generic puzzles. But the theme was, you know, it's you walk into this room and there's a tent. It's like there's tents and there's cabinets and things with padlocks on them. And you have to so there's a giant map table right in the middle and and you're supposed to take it all in. Now, as it happens, I was standing closest to the door when he was giving us the little speech, right? Mm-hmm. The anteroom speech. And the last thing he says is now I need a volunteer to be the first one in. And this was one of these experiences where everyone else takes a step back. 
Right. And then I'm left in the front. It's terrible. And so I was the volunteer to go in first to the to the room. And so I, I go in with Robert, handsome Robert, uh, as he will henceforth be known. And he tells me a few things that I'm supposed to kind of keep in my head to um, to tell the rest of the group and and teach them about our experience before, you know, after he leaves. But then he says, uh, I'm going to now I'd like to lock you in the stocks. He's going to lock you in the stocks. Lock me in the stocks. So the stocks are those wooden, it's that wooden thing where you put your, it's got the three holes, one slightly larger hole, and you put your head in it and your oh, hands right. and they yes, put the yes, wood yes. thing down. Uh, and, and then you're locked in. He locks you in this thing. And the last thing he says is, okay, the clue to unlock the stocks is written on the foot of the stock. And it says in the name of the king or something like that. I don't know, you know, in the name of the king. And that's the first clue. Good luck. And then Robert leaves. And then everybody else comes in and you're like in the stock. I'm in the stocks. Yeah. And they have yeah. to get you out. Oh, my God. I was in the valley of despair at this point, Nikki, because my brain is firing, firing, firing. And the panic starts to set in. Like, what if I'm with a bunch of idiots? Right. And uh, <laughs> they're not going to be able to let me out. <laughs> You're really glad stock. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> if they just leave me in. The nice thing about it was, is that, you know, I had the other clues. So it, it was sort of a, a hostage situation yeah, they right? had to where I could to, tell to them keep going on. Right. I mean, that was like the thing. Yeah. All right. As it turns out, there was one person who was more devoted to my uh, troubles than everybody else kind of went to the wind. And, uh, and and there I was. One person kind of helped solve the clue and got me out of the stocks. Was and, that your wife? We went in. But that was it was not my wife. <laughs> That's believe that. Yeah, she was done. She, she was, was like, done. I'm going to go like, on. Just stay there, on. Pete. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. She said, finally, some peace. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we get out of that and then we, we get into my first ADHD trouble, ap apart from the fact that already the sensory overwhelm is right. Right. I'm fritzing out. But when I stand up, I realize, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, there is so much. There's so much to do. There's so much <laughs> there to do is. right now. Everything's so shiny. And <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how to, I don't even know how to approach whatever the next thing is. How the hell do I see what's next? And I turn around and the only modern thing on the wall is this giant TV screen, uh, right? Which is up on the wall and it has, uh, it has the clock on it. This giant red <laughs> clock right. counting down from 60 minutes. And by the time I get out of the stock, we have 45 minutes left. So I start doing what I now call the ADHD wander, where I just circle the room like a shark, <laughs> like never, you never stop, never stop moving. And I, all I could do is hope that there's something that, that attracts my attention enough to, to lead me in a new direction right. because without any guidance, I'm, I'm sunk. The next thing that happens is I, I pick up the thing that feels like it's going to be the thing for me. It's going to be my thing. <laughs> and it's a it's a three-pointed colonial hat, right? The three-pointed hat. Yeah, you know what I'm right. About? Yes, I know what you're talking about. And I went into deep hyper-focus <laughs> on this hat, right? I studied every seam. I carried it for the rest of the journey almost, at, like feeling every seam. And as it turns out, <laughs> totally useless hat. It, was useless. it had nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with anything. anything. <laughs> it was a giant MacGuffin, and I was 
I, you were it was attached useless. to it. I, it was, I was attached to it. I wore it. I had it attached to my belt at one point. <laughs> I looked around like I had the hat with me all the time and I was totally touching. It was my fidget. It was my love. It was my life for for the escape room. Oh, that's and, so funny. And that was another one. It was like I I was sitting there in this escape room dealing with all of the like the manufactured pressure that does not exist, right? This is an entertainment experience. And I am so buried in the part that that I am I have fallen in into a deep obsessive love with this stupid hat. And <laughs> and that hyper focus, like I was aware that I was doing it. And that's not often an experience I have where I'm in it and aware that I'm in it. Right, right. Right. That's a very rare thing. So I got to kind of look at myself under that microscope. Okay, totally useless thing. And now uh, I I move on to the next whatever it is. There were these candlesticks all over the place. And and somebody happened to turn over the candlestick and saw that there was a symbol on them. So we turned over all the candlesticks and there were symbols on all of them. And we were like, how do we possibly make these symbols work? Then we noticed there are ribbons hanging off of the, the candlesticks. Well, now what? Do we tie these things together somehow? What is that? It was totally useless. We actually had to ask for help. There's this right. revolutionary bell. You ring the bell and then handsome Robert shows up behind like the on TV the screen. screen. Right? He doesn't show up. He's right. on the screen. He, he just types. Oh. He types to us. So we say something and he types a response. And after way too long fidgeting with these candlesticks, he said, did you happen to see the rug? And I was met with a deep grief. Hmm. Like almost immediately because I felt so dumb, right? <laughs> it was, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, of yeah, course, I'm smiling exactly. and oh, we're having such time. But I was deeply disturbed that we had to give up on something so stupid. Right. Right. As turning the rug over. We should have turned the rug over. Uh, and now I'll be turning over everything. If I ever do this again, right. it's going to be upside down because that was I'm not making that mistake again uh, twice. And so I'm not experienced with escape rooms and I have to give myself permission to be OK with that. But the pressure, the anxiety that comes with all of this triggered all these little experiences that I that felt so familiar to me mm -hmm. and and so deeply personal that, um, you know, it was it was hard. Asking for help was incredibly hard. Right. I didn't want to fail, but I had no idea how to get to the other other side of it. But on the on the flip side of this, then you have what I love to call the accidental solution, right? Where you don't really know how you uh, got there, how, how to how to get there, right? You don't really know, uh, but it opened. You're the one. You're the one who happened to get it open, right? And so you're going to take the win, sure. right? Yeah, you're going to take the win. And that's OK. Uh, that felt really good. In our case, it was a fantastic. Uh, it was an RFID uh, like magnetic table and you had to move certain pieces in a certain way. And nobody else really wanted to, to do all of the moves. Right. There were moves that were quite specific. And everyone else seemed to think like if you just put these in their final destinations, things will be great. But it turns out you actually have to go through all of the move sets and that unlocks this secret mechanism under this table and opens the tape, the false floor in the table magically. And that was our final final sort of clue to get into the last stage. And that felt really good. It was accidental, but we kind of landed on it and took the win. And so now I come from the valley of despair and now I'm I'm kind of feeling pretty good about right, things. Right. right. And then I look back up at the TV and I'm thinking, God, there are cameras everywhere. 
Like I'm on Big Brother and now I'm being watched right. and judged. And that feeling And probably being, laughed at because handsome truly, Dave or whatever his name handsome is. Handsome Robert. Yeah. Robert is is probably oh, up the there laughing a little bit. Yeah. Yep. That's right. That's right. He is enjoying the hell out of it. And so I, you know, I'm, I realize I'm giving Handsome Robert a show and that suddenly peaks that anxiety piece. Right. And now I feel like I'm being watched, not that I'm being watched in my performance, but that I'm being watched in my behavior. Mm, right. That, mm-hmm. that he's watching my brain make my body do things that aren't that that aren't natural. Right. And I'm fidgeting with the hat still. Don't forget, right. I've still got this cockamamie hat. Okay, so the the final uh, the final thing that we have to go through the final uh, hoop through which we must jump is we have to align a series of objects in just the right way uh, that again triggers an RFID fancy machine to drop a key from the ceiling, right? And that would get us out of the escape room. And time is absolutely clicking down mm-hmm. for us, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not good. So we get the objects in the right order everything's right and we're feeling really good about it and we look up at the screen at handsome robert after spending way too much time watching the seconds tick down and all we see on the screen is say boom what do we do why do we do that and just yell boom yell boom so we yell boom and the clock stops and handsome robert comes in with 16 seconds left on the clock And he says, I am so sorry. Remember the high school girls that were in here before? They broke the last thing that you were working on. You should have had the key a long time ago. And that would have let you get this cannonball and put it in the cannon and fire it. And and then it would have made a boom sound, which would unlock the final door. And and so he had to to let us out. But But you still got it. We actually got it. Right. I couldn't believe it. And I was so like then, you know, I'm feeling already pretty good. I was frustrated about the thing we were working on, but I'll be damned. We actually did this thing. Our first outing uh, in an escape room. There were, uh, you know, we did it with 16 seconds to spare. And I found myself like, I know why this is a team building thing, because I didn't know half of the people on our team. And I wanted to hug them very right. badly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you for getting me out. I was so grateful for them. They are amazing. Yes. Uh, And and so it was uh, it ended up being an enormously satisfying thing. But to walk through for me and be able to feel the experience of, you know, the anxiety of being watched, the uh, experience of living inside of hyper focus. Right. Mm -hmm. The experience of living inside of of. Uh, distraction mm-hmm. of not being able to find a direction at all. This like put a magnifying glass on the things that I struggle with, and uh, I found that honestly uh, really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I found that it was confirming because right. it it reinforced the things that I struggle with every day, where I struggle with them, and um, and by the end, I, I can honestly say. It's kind of fun, mm-hmm. right? It was it was fun. The the end experience was fun. Being in there was not so fun, right? But, right. Uh, but getting out was fun. So I started researching a little bit on uh, some other potential escape rooms. And and did you know there you can go? There's there's our coffin escape rooms where you go as a couple, like you and your husband can go, and you're both locked in coffins that are side by side for an hour, and you have to get out. No, I couldn't do that. That's awful. Yeah, 
A lot of them have actors in them if you haven't gone through them, right? So there will be performers who are helping you. Like another one of the Portland escape rooms is a steamship captain, like you're a steamship crew, an airship. And there's a whole crew in the room with you. And they're trying to, they're doing what you tell them to do, oh, which I think right. is, is really fun. Uh, the one that is most famous is uh, in Los Angeles called The Basement. And uh, The Basement LA, you have been kidnapped by a serial killer. Oh, great. And you have 45 minutes to get out of his basement basement before he comes back to finish the job. And that is uh, on the world. It's it's world renowned at how popular this thing is if you're a horror fan. And um, wow, it's gross. It's awful. And uh, so but I'm going to stick to the circus theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you can also do one of the uh, popular themes is trapped in a room with a zombie. Oh, yes. They had a zombie the, room where we went. Yeah. yeah. And every five minutes, the chain on the zombie's neck gets longer. So mm -hmm. the zombie gets more run of the room. So you've got to figure out how to stage the clues. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, but it was a really interesting social experiment. And I'm I'm as hard as it was. I'm really glad we went through it. And and I hope that I, I hope if you're dealing, I guess that's the message that I wanted to leave people with here, that if if you have ever wanted to see <laughs> you haven't really had this experience outside of like school or work and want to see how your ADHD manifests under this kind of pressure. This was a totally new experience for me. And I am super grateful that I that I did it mm -hmm. because I learned a lot. This was I thought it was going to be not at all what it ended up right. turning out. So Wow, that's awesome. Well, there's a lot of parallels, too, when you were talking about um, how hard it was for asking or how hard it was to ask for help and then how grateful you were for your team. One of the things yeah. that I was thinking about is just with ADHD in general, how hard it is to ask for help and how easy it is for people to think that they should just know this stuff and do this stuff. And it should just be easy because it's easy for everybody else. But then right. how grateful people are with their community. And we see that in our Patreon group, you know, being grateful for other people who get them and that they're not alone. And so I actually see a lot of parallels just from your story and how that relates to, to ADHD in general. So I love it. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, it was it was super. And, and the other thing that, that I forgot to mention is there were eight of us on this team and four of us knew each other and the other four didn't. They were two other couples who knew themselves, oh, right? right. They were, yeah. So there were two groups of four and that was another bit of social pressure because you go in and you're like, oh my God, how, like I'm, uh, now I'm performing not just for my friends, but for these people I, that I didn't and know. And Handsome Robert, that, you know, you've got so yeah, many people handsome, watching you. Oh, Handsome Robert. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was gross. Wow. But super fun. Uh, so hopefully uh, that ends up being something that is useful for others to uh, yeah, give, it's yourself, a fun, give yourself a test. Good story. See how it works. I yeah, like it. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. We sure appreciate your time and your attention. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. Uh, and we'll catch you next time in, in the serial killer's basement. Oh, jeez. You on won't Taking see Control, me. <laughs> the ADHD podcast. <laughs> <laughs>